Paper Peeps, and welcome to The Paper Fold. I am your host, Sarah. My guest today, Joanna Alberti of Philosophies, is not someone you may be familiar with, but she's been quietly building her powerfully positive brand for 15 years now. I think we have social media to thank for the idea that if you don't have a checkmark and a half million followers next to your name, you're somehow not valid in the marketplace, but that couldn't be further from the truth. You can carve out your own niche while staying true to your brand. You can build an audience of devoted followers and clients without being a household name. Don't believe me? I'll let Joanna tell you for herself when we come back right after this. Hey, paper peeps. So by now, many of my listeners are familiar with the force of stationary nature, better known as Girl with Knife. But if you aren't, time to change all that. From the first moment I spied her booth at her New York Now trade show debut in 2019, I was smitten with this cutting edge range that the world was calling out for. We all just didn't know it yet. Everything is nimbly collaged to life, slice by careful slice by the talented and exquisite Alicia Castaldi. This stylish collection of cards, journals, and notepads that have sprung to life under this fashionista's exacting knife is sharp, snarky, sleek, and occasionally very sweet, just like that BFF who would love to hear from you right now. For that reason, whenever I get my hands on Girl With Knife merchandise, I hoard it and use it most sparingly. Alicia recently launched Gift Wrap, and if you're already a fan of her range, you're familiar with her patterns and quality, but these super thick sheets elevate any gift from off the rack to atelier. Her recent releases of Midnight Botanical, Rare Creatures, and Chase dreams bring the total styles that slay up to 10. And if you're like me and that you fall in love with a range and want to reside in that world, you're in luck. Alicia recently unveiled Knife House, which was one of the few good things I can think of that came out of 2020. That was when Alicia shifted her operation from L.A. to this newly renovated concept home in Palm Springs. This completely private, walled, and gated estate features panoramic mountain views and countless Luke's surprises. Take a tour through its magnificent blush pink doors at www.knifehousepalmsprings.com or find it on Instagram at knifehousepalmsprings. Good luck getting your jaw off the floor as you take in this perfect California adult playground. These glamorous digs are available for photo shoots, film projects, special events, and short-term rentals. But just as importantly, all that exquisite Palm Springs flora and fauna have inspired Alicia's soon-to-be-released journal and notepads. She tells me that they're also expanding into home decor, which I, for one, absolutely can't wait to see. So now that you've glimpsed this wonderful world, you need this cutting-edge lifestyle brand in your life. Find Girl with Knife in hundreds of shops across the U.S. and half over half a dozen countries. Alicia and Girl with Knife have also been featured in New York Magazine, L.A. Business Journal, BuzzFeed, and, of course, Stationary Trends. I've run her work there countless times. Alicia was one of our 10 designers to watch in 2020 and proceeded to live up to that designation when last May, two out of her three nominated cards took CHOP honors at the Noted and Noted Virtual Greeting Card Competition. Then, for our winter 2021 issue of Stationary Trends, Alicia designed the 10 designers to watch frontispiece for us. It is something else if you haven't seen it yet. Also, as of 2021, Alicia is represented by none other than the Daniel Richard showrooms in Atlanta and Dallas. Dan's eye is renowned in this biz, so his representing Girl with Knife is unsurprising, but it also means that this brand needs to be on your design radar stat. Check out this beguiling range at the recently refreshed girlwithknife.com. Right now, the theme is Season of Fierce, and I think we can all use one of those about now. I guarantee your stationery will slay. Please welcome my guest today, Joanna Alberti of Philosophies. 
when she sent me her bio, she described herself as having done a bit of everything and being a master of none, but I beg to differ. I think that was just the sort of slip of the tongue that you make when you have to send your bio to someone. Joanna first came on my radar around 2005. She has a Bachelor of Business Administration from Boston University. Her range is populated by her character, Sophie, who I've always had the sense is her kind of cartoon spirit animal. From the start, Joanna showed not just a creative drive, but an aptitude for marketing and getting her work seen by decision makers as well. Business Week recognized her as one of the top five entrepreneurs under 25 in 2005. Joanna offers a range of stationery and gifts, plus she can personalize everything from bag tags to guest books to mugs to holiday cards. As a result of all this, her products have been incorporated in campaigns and events for Intercontinental Boston Hotel, American Heart Association, YSL Fragrances, and Macy's East, among others. She's gotten press in Rachel Ray and Redbook. In 2015, Joanna received Business of the Year from the Spencerport New York Chamber of Commerce, and Philosophies was also voted locally to the Not Best of Weddings from 2014 to 2018, earning the Not Hall of Fame Award for Best of, for best of five years in a row. Wow. Joanna joins us today from her studio storefront in the village of Spencerport, New York, that she opened in 2009. Welcome, Joanna. Thank you. Hello. That was, you know, it's been a long time, so I've had a lot of things going on over the years. <laughs> I know. If I had to do that for me, I don't know. I just I know. <laughs> So anyway, I have always admired your drive, and I first became aware of you because you hired a well-known industry consultant at the time in the early 2000s, Michael Lesko, who I adore, uh, to introduce you and your work to people like me, although I'm sure editors were the least of who he was putting you in front of. That was a really different strategy than most makers I knew were taking at the time. Can you share why you took that route and how it benefited your business? Sure. So it's crazy to look back at that and hear it as you see it as a strategy. I think, you know, now so much wiser and doing this for so many years, it, it was. It, and it really did create a path for success, I, I, I know, for philosophies, because I actually read about Max and Lucy, which was Mike's character brand in one of the greeting publications, one of the trade magazines. And mm -hmm. as I read the article, I thought to myself, oh my goodness, this is where I see philosophies going. I see Sophie being this character that can go from greeting cards to gift products and do a lot of different things. And I, I knew nothing at the time about licensing, but I knew that I was sitting in my apartment in Boston with my roommates and I was hand making these greeting cards. And there was no way I would be able to do everything myself, nor did I have, you know, the knowledge or the background or, or things like that. So what I ended up doing was writing a letter to Mike, mm -hmm. putting some samples in, and I just wanted to approach him the way that he, you know, he was in the business of greeting cards. I didn't want to cold call him. I wanted to make the impression of the cold calling through a letter. So I think <laughs> my strategy like let me write this stranger and tell him about my business and and i am still good friends with him and we were talking about this and and laughing about it because he said you know when i moved i found the box you sent me and it was it was like my heart in this box of like i have this idea and um to Look, make we're in the we're in the stationary industry how better to reach out to someone than by writing a letter so exactly exactly Right, right. And, 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 and exactly what you're saying is, and that's what I thought. I'm like, we're in this, you know, I want to be in the stationary industry. I hadn't even, uh, you know, the, the business week, um, under 25 award was definitely, definitely right when I got started, it was so, so, you know, premature of what, what I was doing with the business. I really didn't, you know, have a sense of what, where the business was going yet. So it was, it was a great award, but it was very early. So I needed someone like Mike to tell me, you know, oh my goodness, like, you know, you're being, you, you have this idea and it's great, but you're being naive about this or that, or have you ever thought about, you know, different, different um, avenues to kind of 
to to go into. So um, so yes. So to answer your question, I think that the the strategy was, hey, I know I want to make a go of this, and like, <laughs> who can I approach that will either you know consult over the phone or or and ended up being that he came to visit me that winter um before the 2005 stationary show when i met you i hadn't even i wasn't even a, even a, i was just attending the show i was just attending the louise and was able to be in that fashion show um but he Let's came to my show in a minute okay <laughs> go keep going oh sorry i need oh, to no 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 that's okay that's like a whole other that's like a whole other topic that crazy fashion show but uh but uh please continue what went on was basically we went through you know i was just getting started so and i think a lot of people go through this as well still the same the same struggles how many cards do you have okay well i have you know six birthday cards and two baby cards and not you know not this portfolio that you need so it was well, well, Joanna, if you really want to be able to be in the industry and have people purchase your cards, you need to give them a selection of cards. So it was breaking down birthday, bridal, baby, every day, creating a story for Sophie and also creating a, a, a catalog that could show the work that I was able to do and the quality. So originally, I think many designers and creatives do this. They print their own cards. I had a printer in my apartment. I was printing them black and white and adding the spot color of red with a marker because her heart lips, what was just black, white, and red was the signature first line of cards. Uh And they were all hand drawn. You know, I I was copying them, you know, having them printed eventually. But in the beginning, they were very, very, you know, just so, so basic, you know, not, 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 you know, Adobe suite and the create illustrator and, and Photoshop and everything that we use now. That's not how it was um, in 2005. <laughs> so, right. Right. So, right. Yeah. I know. So he really helped you like polish your lineup, get it cleaned up and sort of catalog right at the time you had to have a really good catalog. That's amazing. Cause at the time, Max and Lucy was like everywhere. They were, they were real, they were huge. They were licensing up a storm onto all sorts of giftware products. So, I mean, I can only imagine how much you must have, you know, gotten from that. And I agree. You know, I, I just kept seeing Max and Lucy everywhere. I was very much a uh, you know, a person who'd go into a gift shop and turn everything over and try to find the brands and see who was working with who and who was buying what products. Like, I think, again, as a creative and a business person, I just love that side of my, I love both. I, I love being creative and I love the marketing and business side of things. So um, he really just um, was able to kind of hold my hand in the beginning in regards to showing what he did right and what he did wrong. And then also just remind me that, you know, it, it's okay to have, um, you know, failures or just try something or put it out there. Like you don't know until you try it, you know? So um, I think it's important to find someone that has, you know, had success, but also will share their failures with you too. You know, so um sure absolutely absolutely and uh i mean just giving you permission to like okay put it out there if it doesn't work it doesn't work it's paper you can just do it exactly one it's okay it's not the end of the world um no it's wonderful and you know um one of the problems that i see or not problems but one of the issues that i see face a lot of makers is that you know they're real they're super talented but they don't know how to market themselves or they're really good at marketing but they don't have the talent and um you know i lo- i love that you like you just had but you just from my perspective, it always seemed like you had both, you knew what you were doing. And, um, and that was a little, was a little different, um, just from the majority of the ranges I saw. Um, so, uh, looking back on the early years of your business, like when you were just getting going in the, you know, early years of the century, um, 
Oh my God. How is this funny so doing this? I'm like, oh man, I have I have been doing this a while. <laughs> um what do you what do you characterize as your as your biggest victories? Biggest victories are honestly, I think I try to look at each year as being another victory to be to, especially this past year. You know, I know that I it's hard to look back and pick like a big victory because it's a lot of little wins sprinkled in with a lot of little losses and challenges. You know, yeah. And uh, and and I think too when you say like, you know, you I I appreciate that you see that in me that I have both the business side and the you know and the creative side and and I and I do I am grateful that I also you know, acknowledge that I do have both, but it comes down to, I think really what has helped me stay in this business or do what I'm doing. And it might sound so silly, but just honestly being myself has really just allowed me to meet people. I never thought I would being kind, being true, true to like what I wanted to do with Sophie, you know, if there was a company I worked with and like, maybe, you know, we had a, a, um, a great, you know, couple years of doing a certain collection and it went great. And then that was awesome. But if it ran its course, I could feel it too. And I didn't want to dilute what I was doing. I always felt really strong that she's a character that shows kindness and, and confidence when, you know, I, it's something that I think we all work on, you know, like being able to stay positive and she's, you know, optimistic for the most part, you know, as much as you can be, especially during times where you don't feel like you can be optimistic. You have to have this, you know, curiosity and strength that things are going to get better, even if they aren't in this moment. And I think that's what we're experiencing right now with like COVID and the year that, you know, and everything that we've had. So Going back to the question, I'm sorry. I, no, I, no, it's okay. I mean, look, she's more than your spirit animal. She's like your best self. And um, as creatives, we've all been in situations where, you know, we've worked in a situation for a while. We have a partnership. And yes, you're right. It's it's just for whatever reason, it's not a good fit anymore. Like having the wisdom to say, it's been great. This has been amazing. But I think it's time for us both to move on. And uh, as great friends, you know, yes. I, you know, and uh, I mean, for me, I think what what really um, industry-wide put you on the map, and it's another Mike. I mean, Mike's ear, Mike has got to listen to this and his ears are going to be burning and he's probably mm -hmm. going to get like 10 new clients. <laughs> he might not even be doing this anymore. Um, but he put together, the, for the Louis uh, Greeting Card Awards of 2005, he put together a fashion show. I wrote the script and co-presented it with him. You were in it. I found the photos. There was like a pregnant lady. There was a little girl. It was... And, <laughs> And Alan from Great Arrow Graphics dressed up as like a 17th century statement. Remember, he had the hair and the yes, rock yes. coat. I mean, it was wild. Um, and uh, uh, and so you were in that, and that must have been like, I mean, you were literally in front of the whole industry by yeah. Yeah, and it was really funny because. I don't know if you remember Mila from the Greeting Card Association, but right before that, we did a like run through and I'm 411. I am not a fashion model by any means. And Mike was teaching us how to catwalk. And my card dress was literally a card dress stitched together with my friend from Boston, who was a Boston ballet artisan, um, you know, maker of beautiful costumes. So it had this tool bottom and all of the cards. You, you'll, I hope you'll share pictures. I'm going to put it on. Yeah. I'm going to put it on my page. Okay. Um, but yes, it was just like, what, what are we doing? Okay. Like, yes. You know, I mean, you can't like, again, going back to the marketing side and the, and, you know, being open to any ideas and, and putting yourself out there. It's like, I, I, 
I was just like, okay, yes, Mike, that's a great idea. Let me, I would love to be involved. And I wasn't even, again, I wasn't exhibiting that year. I was just, I had just met Mike like a few months before. I think he was the champion of small businesses. He gave you the confidence and the know-how to like find your own niche and, you know, and you're like plugging away and doing great. So it doesn't, even if you don't, as you say, even if you don't have, you know, the name recognition, everyone doesn't know about you. The people who need to know about you know about you. So I, I've, you know, hadn't checked out what you had been doing in a while. And in looking over your work, I'm loving what you're doing for Personalization Mall. So it, like what I saw was like a bride will give you a wedding photo of like her and all her bridesmaids. And then you sort of create this rendering of it all and you personalize it by the dress, by the hair color, by the ethnicity, by the height. It's really, really, it's really fun. And, um, and it's all through Sophie too. Like the, she becomes a little bit of Sophie. Like she takes on this persona of this, of this car- vision you created. Um, Yes. Yeah, so basically what happens there is uh, there's two two things going on to make this confusing of the different, I guess, categories of my business. So <laughs> personal, so philosophies, my, my business, I personally hand draw, you know, illustrations of, you know, the bride that I, I know that I'm working with and then her bridal party in their dresses. And that's, under my umbrella, under under my studio here in Rochester, working over you know emails and the internet, my website. Mm-hmm. I knew that I needed to scale this idea, and I cannot, you know, couldn't keep up with the drawings of all you know all the bridal parties, or be at a price point that would work to cover the time involved, but also you know the different products that people were inquiring about. So personalization model that I've been working with the past couple of years, and it's been great because I've basically created, you know, digital files, vectored images of bridal Sophie's. So, so, so all the personal collection, those are friends of Sophie. So you become a friend of Sophie with the hair color, the skin tone, the different hairstyles. Sophie will always be, you know, black and white and um, the spot color. And then all of her friends are the personalized. So personalization mall has taken my best drawings, my, my best categories and put those across a variety of products and you can select hair color, skin tone and, and pick for your, you know, bridal party and things like that. So it, it is, it's very neat to do the bridal work, but um, I also, um, you know, have, have help in regards to um, different products and things through the relationship with personalization mall. Right. Right. Wow. It's very, it's very cool. It's very cool. And it, and it, and I have to say like, uh, it must be really cool to get to know your clients and be a part of, you know, these, their, you know, their big events. I mean, I know it's, I know it's a lot of brides, but I'm, I imagine just maybe some new babies and other. Oh, yeah. So when, when, you, when we started talking, I was, I put my phone on silent and I was so excited because I, I had a look and then I looked back. I was like, oh no, I, wait, I don't want her to think I'm ignoring her. But no, no, no. You can look at your friend, phone. I'm no, not going to. No, my, not you, my friend, my friend Car- Carmela and Matt, they had their baby girl this morning Aww. and I did their wedding invitations. Like, I want to say, don't quote me. I think they've been married four years. I'm not, they, I, or, I didn't do their wedding invitations. I did their holiday card sharing their wedding announcement. So an illustration of from their wedding. Then I've done their all their holiday cards through the years. Then this year I have their home drawn with them holding the baby. We're waiting for, for their baby. And Ava came this morning at 612. So it's so amazing. Like the life, the life journeys, the milestones. And I think that too, you know, that is when I think of like, you know, like my business and what I, you know, what, where am I going with this? Like, I know I found it in regards to, that's a story that it's like, you know what I mean? We've, we've built this relationship. That's really like, that's what I think I was meant to do with this brand. Like I just have these little pops of joy with families and even sad times, you know, if if someone, you know, just the difficult time with something. And I've, I've, I've helped during, you know, a time where someone has passed or their pet has passed, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, 
it doesn't have to be this this big business. You can you can create such a special business that provides joy for other people and yourself through these milestones. Right. 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 And you're just, you're doing your own thing and, uh, and, you know, succeeding and your clients must become like family members over time, especially because you, you have this window into these very, very, you know, personal, uh, you know, events in their life. I mean, what's more personal than having a baby? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so um, I asked, you know, I'm curious, do you have a favorite type of job to create? My favorite jobs always do go back to kind of seeing the evolution of the different milestones for families, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily a job, but maybe one of my passions is, is that Early on, I thought I wanted to be a copywriter. My background, like many creatives, always seems to stem from advertising. And I was on the number crunching side, loving the wanting to be a writer, you know, and and the the the, the phrases that I come up with for Sophie to carry through the greeting cards are my favorite jobs because I think that's where I love to kind of tie in the Instagram and the social media. I try to keep up with the trends or the or the highs and lows of what's going on in the country. I try to touch base on different events without taking sides, just having it come from the character and what people are feeling emotionally. Those are my favorite, I guess, jobs because it allows people to DM me or feel the feel they're feeling the same thing and they might not be able to express it the way that I have in the artwork. And that's kind of, I think that's my favorite work because I forget that we all, we all have these talents. And when people are like, oh, I wish I could draw, I wish I could do this. It's like, you have so many other things that you can do that I'm sure I'm not talented at. I think those are my, my favorite jobs is when I can kind of, you know, relate to someone somehow with like a simple illustration. Right. Right. Oh, that's amazing. And, you know, uh, I mean, I've always thought that, you know, trend spotting, trend watching, which is something that I really love doing. uh, It's really just a matter of um, getting a sense, however it is that you get the sense of just the currents that are moving through our culture and the things that are on people's minds and the stories and, you know, how they're expressing themselves. Um, So, that's really that's really fun. Um, I can imagine you're working on some interesting stuff now. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And and that's the thing. And it's and I go back to when you for other creatives or people trying to kind of figure out where is their place in this crazy industry is. I have to look at it as I'm t- I'm trying to be a storyteller from this character. And my brand is very much joy and and you know inspirational quotes. So I don't I don't want to take it in an in a negative direction. So it's always kind of staying at this level of aspirational positivity, whether you know, but it's but it's not I'm not trying to say, you know, it's just it's I just think it's like resonates with people because it's it's relatable. I'm not going over the top like sunshine and rainbows every day. No, no, no. Remind yourself that when I do have days or, or a few days where I don't illustrate something because I'm really feeling like what's going on in the country is hurt. Is it, I'm 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 feeling this so heavy and how can I bring any light to this? This is right. so dark time. People have reached out and reminded me that you know joy is a you know being happy and sharing positivity is is helpful and is a, a way of resisting you know is is, is yeah. a way to take you know take a stand right um, right so if you're doing a corona card instead of emphasizing on the missing you say i can't wait to see you again exactly so yeah um uh so um, you've talked a little bit about your some of your favorite clients over the years. Are there any others that you've kind of, um, you know, uh, that other other ones that stand out to you? Looking back on your on your long career, on our long careers, on your long career, I I I think that it's been an interesting, you know, I've I've 
I've had some really fun milestones in regards to, you know, starting out of my apartment in Boston. It was, you know, 2007, the Red Sox had won the World Series. Um, Jonathan Papelbon's wife, Ashley, purchased my card at the Flat of the Hill in Boston, contacted me thinking that I had like a studio storefront somewhere that she could purchase my cards. And I was like, I actually work out of my apartment. <laughs> actually, I can meet you in my office, but I also live there. <laughs> exactly. And would you like to meet at Starbucks? <laughs> you know, so, um, my other office. My other office. And so, and 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 now, you know, I I tell people all the time that think like having a storefront is like where you want to be. It's like, no, if you can work from your home, work from your home, the tax benefits, the, you know, I mean, now everybody has to work from home, but just, you know, people just have this stigma. Like I work from home, but you know, like, oh, and it's like, no, put it towards the business. Like, and I just, you know, I'm lucky enough to have, have evolved and be able to to, you know, have a studio space. It's very affordable and a really cute village in upstate New York, you know, oh, like adorable. I can see your, it looks like you have tin ceilings. I do. Yes. And the space is, you know, it's, it's just so it's fun and it's cute. And it's so Sophie has, you know, magenta walls and, um, and it, and it's fun, but yeah, going back to their question about, you know, the, some some of the clients that I've had have been because it was, you know, they found my card somewhere and like, you know, Carson Daly's mom in, in um, outside of Palm Springs was shopping at a Hallmark when I licensed with Inesco years ago. And um, she's since passed away, but she randomly called me and was like, I purchased this this card at a Hallmark here. And I was wondering if I could get more and, um, and, you know, she starts talking about her son and she was so sweet. And like just these random customers that, you know, I just never would have thought they would have found a philosophy. I mean, you know, from being in it, as long as I have too, like, there's a lot of competition and there's a lot of, a lot of work out there. I mean, it's, there's so many different places people can purchase from in the, in big box stores and, and, you know, independent artists like myself, like it, it, there's just to, to find someone now that you resonate with and then feel a connection to, to buy. I think that, you know, another thing for people getting started or whatnot, don't feel defeated if you're, if it's takes, it takes time you know, it, and it's a lot of, a lot of touch points. And, and, and I, I still experience that, you know, you have to make, you have to, you have to ha find this common ground with people and make them feel comfortable and safe and, and, and want them to spend with you for, for other reasons than just you're selling a greeting card. Sure. Well, yeah. And I mean, you know, if you strike a nerve, you know, I mean, that in of itself is, is, very admirable. Every time I pick up or every time I should say like, well, I haven't in a while, but every time I used to walk into a paper source uh, or pick up a bridal magazine, I'm like, oh, who are these 50 vendors I've never heard of that I just fell in love with? Um, how, why am I not covering them? And I am I really covering the industry if I'm not, you know, covering every uh, new person? Uh, so it, there's just a lot of competition for the consumer dollar right now. And there's, and there is a lot of talent out there. I, right. I, yeah. I think it's a, a, a mix of, you have to put yourself out there and I, and like the first person to, when you, you know, you interviewed Leslie and I just listened to her and a couple of things really spoke to me and I reached out to her and I think, Which is I think awesome. you know what I mean? And that's what I do. I, I miss traveling so much last year. I traveled all year and that's really how I have grown my business is that I'll go to the, you know, Atlanta gift show, but where I, I built a relationship with uh, the Moxie hotels. So I stayed at a Moxie in Atlanta. I illustrated after the shows in their lobby, their guests, and I sat at a table and I just randomly illustrated their guests. And, you know, people were like, why is that woman looking at me if I wasn't able to, you know, tell them what I was doing at first. But most people, it, it, once they once they get started, people then would start talking to me or I would talk to them and say, hey, do you mind if I ask why you're in, you know, why you're in Atlanta? And I draw the couple or draw, the, you know, the girls having cocktails and doing those type of things where you'd be surprised that I am 
I can be so introverted. I could stay in my studio for hours on end. I don't want to leave, but the business hat and the and the the love I have for my my business and 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 creating this art, like that's where I put the effort into just just go out there and just just be brave, meet people, you know, just smile. Like just smiling and making eye contact is like half the battle. <laughs> like, right. Funny because we forget. It's like it's. It's often that people don't realize how how you don't they don't think like oh you know what what was the last time a stranger asked me how I was doing or what are you traveling for you know it, and it's I, it obviously you know sometimes you you just it's easier to stay to yourself or get from point A to point B when you're traveling and whatnot but if you're just waiting for an for your flight or things like that and you just see a friendly face or even people that just seem kind of like maybe they're a little bit down and I'm just, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I, I love meeting new people. And I think that that really helped my business tremendously just because I think everyone just wants to feel a connection to someone. Sure. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. Absolutely. And I think it's great. I mean, so really you are a visual storyteller of uh, life's milestone moments. And so I'm curious for your custom creations, how do you like, do you have a certain approach you, you do when you sit down with a client or not sitting down with them in person, um, you know, <laughs> through a Zoom call? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I, I miss sitting down with people right now, but it, just to kind of, you know, be safe and whatnot. I'm just in the studio by myself and kind of working by appointment. But most of my business is is online um, these days. And people send me reference pictures. And then um, I ask just, you know, important questions. What for the holiday cards, for instance, I'll just I know that people won't see it. But just to kind of show you like, sure. this, this family um, purchased a new home last year. Oh, that's really cute. Okay. You're going to have to send me some of these pictures to put on my site. Your stuff. Okay. I definitely will. And so it's incorporating, you know, their pets and what, you know, what they love doing. And I don't know if you could see like the little cardinal is significant, the cardinals for, for people that may, they may be thinking about. And then this that's year, awesome. you know, they, they didn't get to travel and they went to Aspen. And so we, you know, I, we spoke about different, um, aspects of that and see how I carried in the Cardinals again. Sure. So, That's awesome. That's so really, yeah. really nice. Um, That's really, how many years have you done their holiday card for? Is this, this, this family I've done their second, but I'm working on families that I was pulled a couple other ones. There was one, this family from, I, I'll send you the evolution of the nurse here. They, they are someone oh. probably this is 2013. They went on a safari. They didn't have any kids yet. They were just, they just got married. And then this year they are, they have two, two children. So I've, you know, designed a holiday card with their first baby and now they have their second baby. So I think that's been maybe seven years. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. And so how has COVID affected your business? Uh, I mean, obviously there aren't too many weddings right now. Uh, looks like your holiday card business is like hanging in fingers yeah. crossed. So what, so how has that impacted your business? So yes. So wedding invitations, um, you know, haven't been working on many of those just like small gatherings. Um, and then, uh, so I actually, kind of put wedding invitations on a, on the back burner. I, my strength is, unless it's a, a blended family or doing a small, like you just said, the small gatherings, I'm, I'm illustrating a little bit here and there, but the bigger weddings, nope, you know, so I've pivoted in regards to, yes, focusing on holiday. And then when COVID first started, I developed a line of gifts, like mugs with a local cookie company here. And we set out gift packages and I'm doing that again for Thanksgiving and Friendsgiving and then Christmas I'm really focused on care packages and doing the work for you in regards to people that don't want to go shopping or an easy way to shop online or call me and we can collaborate on a gift that's so, great that's wonderful yeah a lot of pivoting um and yeah, yeah just finding different um different ways to, to work with people 
I can imagine maybe some of your bride, maybe you've done a few like change, save the date type thing. Like if you work with a bride and the wedding gets postponed, maybe they you can do the postcard with the new date or. Yeah. You know, so kind of luckily I have a great printer here in Rochester that I work with can't print and they offered anything that we printed and they weren't able to be used. Um, reprint of the invites, like obviously the envelopes and things like that. will will have to be redone and whatnot, but um, if they had sent them out and the wedding was canceled, but I have done some really cute, you know, save the dates or my sister was actually supposed to be married in July and she just had a small family gathering, but you know, she wasn't able to use a lot of the things that I designed for her. So be reprinting <laughs> and that's happened with a handful of brides and it's really you know everybody's been so strong though I mean it's such a it's such a bummer and you just feel for the you know you just really want to have this life event and then you can't and it's you know crushing on top of everything else so I'm just trying to be you know another cheerleader for them that we'll, we'll get there don't worry you know we'll, you'll get there you'll get there look like you got to be patient to be married. So like, like that's, a, that's good. It's a good training for being married to someone. <laughs> <laughs> I am not, I'm not married, but I can see through, I am definitely, I am, people have, people confide in me when they're working with, a, I become a, almost like a wedding planner. With right, my right. Wedding oh, you're invitation. probably, you're, Sophie is a therapist. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking some uh, taking some things with me to, to never to repeat again. <laughs> yeah. No, like it's fine. I always thought that like the reason why birth is so like insane and you're crying and you're screaming and you're, you know, going through every conceivable emotion is because that's what motherhood is like. It's getting you ready. So I feel like maybe these brides who have to, you know, like it's a little harder to get married than they thought it was going to yeah. be. They're just learning the survival skills that are going to serve them well, you know, throughout life. Exactly. Uh, you know what's been fun though is like, is I, I keep saying, or my little, my quote, I've seen it, someone hashtagged it. I don't know. Maybe it was the not or someone that love isn't canceled. There's been so many engagements. Right. So right. I think that, that's, you know, I'm, I'm happy that they're, you know, I'm working on engagement ornaments and different things. And I'm happy that people are still finding, you know, ways to celebrate every every type of occasion has been interesting doing illustrations with like parades and um it's oh, like car parade like birthday party parades yes that's so yeah. sweet yeah look i mean look if a couple can get through this like god bless them <laughs> so um um, do you, I, we've talked a lot about, you know, different advice you would give to makers starting out. Is there anything that you would want to share that we haven't touched on? Mm, I think just going back to, you know, being authentic, being patient, um, it, maybe the you know, your style will evolve. I mean, I think you, if you have things, you know, you're looking at photos from back in 2005, I think I, I was so naive with different, you know, with different things. And it just comes with time that, you know, I'm, I'm constantly learning. I love, I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to podcasts of the industry podcasts like yours. And then listening to like how I built this with Guy Raz or, or, you know, any outside of our industry. Sure. I think it's important. I think for, for other makers look outside of, the industry for inspiration. It doesn't have to come from what we're in to to, be, to find inspiration. And then also don't don't go down the rabbit hole of social media and oh this company's making wrapping paper. Should I be doing wrapping paper? You know, just one product at a time. That was something else too where you know I started with greeting cards. Um, I'm still doing greeting cards. That's that's my strength. But I work with companies that I can license like currently I'm just started a, a line with Emerson Street Clothing Company. They're here in Rochester. And for years, I've just dabbled in, in being able to just do some screen printing. And, mm -hmm. and I can't keep inventory. And I, I don't have that distribution model. So it took time. And I was so patient with it. And, you know, and now finally, after all these years, I finally have an apparel company wanting to work with me. You know? Yeah, yay! 
Yeah, yay. <laughs> That's awesome. So like be a little patient, you know, be patient and let let it, you know, uh don't try to force things right. before yeah. their time yep. and let it and, develop. Yep. And everyone says that. Everyone's, you know, and it's like I received no, I received a no from this company more than once, you know, and I'm not, don't, don't nag a company, but <laughs> you know, people on your radar and they're, you know, people are, the people that you don't think are watching sometimes are watching right. and they're seeing what's happening with your business. And then the minute that you kind of take a step back and you're not, you don't have them on this like wish list because you're just like, okay, well, I'm going to focus back on this or I'm going to do well, that's that. Fine, that's, when they, that's when that company may come around right, because right. You, you went back to your core. You went back to figuring out like, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm going to focus on. Right. And who knows what's going on with that company? That company might be having problems that had nothing to do with partnering with you. And they're just working through that. Like, exactly, you know, you take yeah. things so personally. Like, and, and, oh my and, and exactly. And you totally hit the nail on the head. Like, I just, I do that all the time. Like, I'm thinking to myself, they just don't like it, you know. <laughs> I have to say, you know, and it's and it's just it might just not be the right time. Sure, and, sure. And never a no is I. And yes, I I'm human, and I my you know I work a lot on you know it's on um don't let it be an ego thing. Like it's not for your things are not for everyone. Just do what you feel is good for for you, and and in doing that, people will see that you're really trying to stay true to what your passion is. And then, you know, if it works out awesome and if it doesn't, it wasn't meant to be. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Assuming is so many people's downfall. <laughs> and we know what happens when you assume. <laughs> no, right, exactly. We've all, well, hopefully most of us have seen the bad news bears. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I'd like to close with shameless plug time. And um, I went and I will put this in the liner notes. So um, I'll get that from you as well. But what are you working on? Where can my listeners find you? You can find me on Instagram at Shop Sophie's. Okay. And that also is my website, shopsophies.com. I also have celebrate with Sophie's.com. They both go to the same place. I cannot thank you enough for uh, being here today and we'll definitely stay in touch. I want to know what you're up to. So, oh, yeah, no, thank you so much. And really it was, I, it, it was, it was like talking to an old friend. I feel like we are, you know, we go back many years. We didn't, we haven't kept in the best touch, but I hope that the people listening aren't like who what are they talking about because i kind of you know i, I definitely <laughs> i definitely shared a lot of random things but if hopefully you'll share those fashion show pictures and um i mean it's just so great to talk to you and see you um yeah i know it's been a long time it's, it's been yeah. really nice yeah. yes i will share the pictures and i'm going to share a lot of uh of Joanna's work as well. A lot of Sophie's and um, hopefully, and I really want to show like the possession of those uh, progression of those Christmas cards. Like that's really cool. So uh, thank you. I, I can't thank you enough. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, paper peeps. So Kitty Meow Boutique has been a fabulous client of mine for a while now. So hopefully many of my listeners are familiar with not just the dazzling wares from this Chicagoland house of paper, but also its amazing founder, a force of nature better known as Catherine Hildner. This mom of two with another scheduled to arrive soon has created a most intoxicating stationary range. I define the Kitty Meow aesthetic as polished and very smart. Think of the sharpest outfit you own that you feel like a million bucks in, but in stationary form. Everything from typography to envelope choice comes together to pack a most enticing punch. But this range is not just about the surface. It's about honoring those connections with those we care about most. And you'll see once you visit kittymeowboutique.com that the wares are divided into witty and sweet because as Catherine puts it, sometimes you feel a little saucy and sometimes you don't. 
But Kitty Meow Boutique is so much more than just another pretty face in the marketplace. The empowering messaging found on her cards, invitations, journals, coasters, art prints, and enamel pins elevates the range into something that makes you feel not just seen, but good about yourself too. Everything is essentially a little lift visually and emotionally for not just those you love, but you as well. Not only is Kitty Meow available for your personal shopping needs, it's also available wholesale to all those shops looking for something new with which to excite their customers. She's on FAIR. Visit kittymeowboutique.fair.com and get your shop started. Finally, I think what I love about Catherine most is that she is really all about living your best life, as you'll see for yourself beneath the education tab on her site. She offers KMB Signature Collective, a mastermind for women in the product-based business world who have a love for paper and giftable items, who have an idea and a plan, but need guidance and support to be successful in their efforts. I so agree with Catherine. It's so important to be surrounded by like-minded women and leaders who are willing to put in the work to lift each other up. For that reason, it's not a course. It's a friggin' transformation, people. And Catherine has also started my second favorite podcast, Dreams to Plants, with another brilliant force of nature, my girlfriend Renee, to elevate your daydreams to actual tangible plants. Oh, and if you're on Clubhouse, follow Kitty Meow so you can tune in to her weekly room Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's called Small Business Savvy, Insider Secrets You Need to Know. I checked it out for myself last week, and it was just the dose of inspiration and confidence my day needed. So get those good vibes going at kittymeowboutique.com and tell them Sarah sent you. Thank you so much, Joanna, for swinging by the paper fold. And thank you so much to my sweet little dog, Scout, for making a surprise appearance here. I should mention how well-behaved she usually is while I'm recording, for which I'm eternally grateful. Meanwhile, I just love Joanna's quiet positivity and brand, and it's a reminder to us all that you don't have to be the loudest to stick around the longest. Finally, thank you so much for listening. As always, email me at sarah at thepapernerd.com with any feedback, questions, if you're wanting to appear in an episode, or if you just have an idea for an episode. And if you are liking what you are hearing, please subscribe and leave me a good rating and review. I can't tell you how much that helps. Thanks so much, paper peeps. Please stay well.